Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. The following program contains topics particular to the LGBTQ plus community. Some discussions may contain mature themes. As such, listener discretion is advised. This is Pride Connection, sponsored by BlindLGBTPride.org, otherwise known as BPI, every Tuesday night at 10 p.m. on ACB Media One, and shortly after on all your major podcast catchers. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Pride Connection. And if anybody out there is wondering, yes, that is the fabulous Miss uh, Barbara Streisand singing with Kermit the Frog. You can find that on her newest album. Um, I do not remember the title, so you'll have to search for it on iTunes. But um, I digress. I am Anthony Corona, one of your original co-hosts. I am here with President Gabriel Lopez Cafati. Hi, everyone. It's Good to be back live on Pride Connection. Isn't it? And um, this is a blast from the past. The gang's all back. Leah Gardner, one of our other original co-hosts, is here. Hey, everybody. Good evening, or whatever time it is where you are. (laughs) So as you know, there have been the varying different voices of BPI uh, taking over the helm of Pride Connection every week. And we've got some amazing shows coming up next week. Look for an amazing discussion with one of our newer members, Randy Reed, who will be talking about being asexual. And um, he's got two fabulous guests lined up. The following week after that, we will be um, partnering with Penny Forward. Uh, for a really interesting discussion. And all through the month of October, we'll be partnering with Bold Blind Beauty and other ACB affiliates. So keep listening. Tonight, we are discussing our Denver Fall Social. And as uh, some of you might have seen in the promos on ACB Conversation or ACB Leadership List, you can find the Zoom information there if you'd like to join us to talk about memories or ask us any questions about this year's Fall social, fall social networking event. Um, our membership decided to go back to Denver. We were there two years ago for the last in-person outing, um, for, for at least for BPI, um, and probably one of the last ones for ECB in general. So we are really excited to go back and to pick up where we left off. Gabriel, I know you have a few things you wanted to say as far as your president's message is concerned. So take it away. Do I? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's been a long day, (laughs) but I am excited. Um, Not only being live here um, and uh, like Anthony said, with (laughs) the original gang from the inception of Pride Connection, um, definitely uh, we are excited. We are happy. uh, We are joined also 
by Jason Castingway, who's an uh, awesome BPI member and uh, our streamer tonight. <laughs> and uh, thank you, Jason. Um, we, uh, I believe, as we got on the call, we're also being joined by Chris Gray. And uh, we're going to be welcoming anyone else who wants to join. Like Anthony said, if you're listening and you want to weigh in, whether memories from the past or uh, questions about Denver, we are on the Zoom until uh, 10, I'm sorry, until 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So um, I just want to say uh, on behalf of the board of directors and the membership of Blind LGBT Pride International, um, the fall social networking event uh, came as an idea to uh create a space where we could all mingle outside the hustle and bustle of convention. Um, convention is always exciting, uh, but we are all pulled in so many different directions, whether it be workshops, get-togethers, uh, general session, and all sorts of commitments, um, tours. So we thought of putting together something that would help us create that space where we could just relax, no agenda. Um, all the events that are planned as part of, of each one of our social networking events are optional. Um, you can do your own thing, obviously, the, the good thing and, and, and what we want and hope to see is a lot of Mingling, especially, like Anthony said, after so many, many, many months of being physically apart. Um, so we are excited. Um, I, I think we are going to have a very, very good time. I must say that um, BPI is uh, taking all the necessary precautions for this get-together. Um, we are... Uh, requesting that all attendees be fully vaccinated. Um, we are suggesting masks um, along the way, uh, you know, just using common sense uh, and CDC guidelines. Um, I want to say that the hotel is being amazing. The staff is ready to welcome us. And uh, we will be having... Um, our our uh, basically our host our home away home from home is going to be right in the heart of Denver at the um, Hampton Inn and Suites downtown convention center in Denver. So um, feel free to ask questions uh, and uh, feel free to uh, chime in with uh, memories. And uh, I I'm I'm not going to give more details about. Denver, because I know this will come up in conversation. This is the bulk of our program tonight. And uh, just uh, before I open up for comments and uh, memories and questions, um, the dates for Denver are October 21st through the 24th. So with that being said, let the games begin. <laughs> Well, we definitely want to answer a question that has come back since we've put our postings up um, over the last couple of days. There is still space available, and you do not have to be a BPI member. Although, if you come to Denver and you don't join BPI, um, I think we'll be all 
will all be rightly shocked. But um, you do not have to be a BPI member to join us. All we ask is that you come with an open mind, no judgment, and ready to have fun in a safe way. Um, we're planning at some activities that will all you know, be outdoors or uh, as much outdoors as possible. The hotel is going to give us a space to congregate in that will be separate from the main areas. So, you know, safety and precaution has been has been our you know forefront in, in the thought process of putting this all together from the very beginning. And on that note, Leah, it's been a while since uh, it's been a while since you've made it to a Pride Connection. How you been? Well, work keeps me extraordinarily busy, um, unfortunately. But um, I, I've been well. Um, went to a couple baseball games this summer. Um, had um, went to uh, our, our local um, uh, Mere Woods Beach um, last week, which was a lot of fun. Um, and still working remotely, though. Hopefully. We may be going back to the office in January. So, uh, yeah, busy has been the word the past couple months or so. Well, fingers crossed for that. I know you're kind of itching to get back to the office, even if it's just a couple of days a week. Why don't, um, why don't you give our listeners um, a little rundown of what two years ago in Denver felt like for all of us? Well, it was, um, I had never been to Denver before um, at, at that point. So it was, kind of neat to uh go to a brand new um a brand new city like that and check it out and we had a lot of help from uh Mikey Wiseman who's who's one of our kind of long-term BPI members who is really fantastic at at picking out um fun unique social spots uh for people to to meet up and I mean, I was there for, I guess, two and a half days since I had to leave early. And I wished I'd been there for all of them. We, we did so many awesome things. Uh, we went to a, uh, we went to high tea at a, at a pretty prestigious hotel. That was kind of fun. I felt like a bull in a china shop, um, <laughs> being really <laughs> careful. You and me not, both. <laughs> I mean, to, to pick sandwiches from the, uh, you know, without knocking anything down um, <laughs> from the high and all the China and oh porcelain. My. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I felt like I had to be super, super careful. Um, and then we, uh, we went to a really fabulous steakhouse, which I had found. It's the, uh, it's the second oldest steakhouse in the country. And uh, they had rattlesnake queso there, which I, tried as a novelty and I just really thought it was delicious. I've been thinking about it for the past two years. So I'm, I'm really excited to go back to the Buckhorn exchange. I agree. It was delicious. The <laughs> it, 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 really was. <laughs> it was. I was really surprised by how much I, how much I, uh, how much I enjoyed it. So uh, <laughs> we um, went to a, a really nice uh, Italian restaurant Um yeah, we went to a burlesque show. We also went to this place. I couldn't remember the name of it. Mikey told me yesterday. Uh, Voodoo Donuts. Um, uh, yes. Yeah, Voodoo they're donuts. known for all <laughs> kinds of like really zany, really unique donut flavors, like bacon donuts and bacon maple. My favorite bacon maple. Bacon that's maple. it. Bacon maple uh-huh. donuts. Yeah. Yep. 
So we'll have to, hopefully they're still open and we can, we can uh, hit them up, but we've got plans for um, new things this time too. There's, you know, there, there are things we didn't get a chance to do last time. And just like Anthony and uh, Leah were pointing out, um, we, we are planning uh, some, some cool events. Um, uh, We, the, the hotel, is providing us meeting space because uh, we've been listening, uh, you know, we've been asking for feedback. So a lot of people mm-hmm. have commented uh, that they, you know, for the most part or for a good amount of time, they want to keep it just amongst the group for safety or because they're taking their precautions. So we listened to that. And uh, one of our members, uh, Jessica Tomlinson is um, from here, from Florida is actually collaborating with Anthony. And uh, one of the nights we haven't put out the program yet, we're going to have some sort of open mic, um, you know, just fun, very relaxed, very laid back. Uh, and uh, for either singing or poetry or stand up, whatever you feel like. Um, and we are also being very, very mindful of uh, keeping uh, things as much as possible outdoors or uh, venues with outdoor seating. And in the case that we don't get an outdoor seating venue, um, we will make sure that we get a, you know, some sort of uh, private dining room or a specific section of the venue for us, uh, given that, you know, our numbers definitely justify us getting um, uh, a a specific or private. private, Yeah. uh, Yeah. And especially given that, Many of us uh, count <laughs> times two. <laughs> yeah, not not with the not with the weight that we've probably gained over the pandemic, <laughs> but because but because of our guide dogs. So so definitely, um, we're 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 very excited. In short, we're very excited that we're planning this. I'm going to take this opportunity to do some housekeeping. Um, like I said, uh, a BPI is not responsible uh although we are taking the precautions um and we um are working very closely with the hotel the hotel has asked us uh that um to communicate to all of our participants that uh, they have all the safety precautions in place all their staff is uh, fully vaccinated um they they have implemented that as 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 a workplace rule um, even though we are not required to wear masks, it is suggested the staff at the hotel, they are all ma- wearing masks at all times. And um, the, the cleaning of the rooms. Will, yeah. yeah, the rooms will be cleaned and refreshed only by um, uh, request. And uh, guests will be um, uh, required to leave the room for at least an hour to allow for the cleaning and refreshing of the room. Um and uh, th- that's that's as much as we have so far. We still have to put things in place and kind of schedule things for specific times and dates. And there's going to be a little bit on, of everything for everyone. Yeah, we're working on how to fit everything in. Um, you know, we've had some fabulous suggestions from our members. And as uh, Leah mentioned before, Mr. Mikey Wiseman, who, you know, could be, 
could be the social director on, on a cruise or for one of the big <laughs> hotel chains. I mean, you know, when it comes to finding interesting, quirky, great, fine dining, you know, you if you mention to Mikey an idea, he will he will pull it out of a hat and 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 facilitate it for you. Um, two of the things that we're definitely going to be doing as we, we are going to go back to the burlesque. Um, we had an amazing, amazing time. The They were beyond accommodating. Uh, you know, they were describing what was going on for us. It was just, it was fabulous. So, you know, and that's one outing. I'm biting my tongue. I won't say the name. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. If anybody wants to know, ask, ask me. Don't ask Gabe. but one cool thing um i know my very first convention i did the adult beverage tour and met some great people and had a great time so mikey has dug up a ghost story bar crawl um and this will take us to a couple of pubs in downtown denver um we're guaranteed our own section of the bar when we go into the various establishments but it comes with ghost stories and and some fun um you know wild west denver uh you know denver being settled anecdotes um you know and of course adult beverages uh by choice anybody can get you know cokes and and iced teas if they so choose but um it's always a little bit more fun with the adult beverage. So those are two things that are definitely on the agenda. Um, I know that we have Chris Gray in the room. So I was wondering if he had any questions for us. All right. Maybe a little bit later on down the line. Um, if you have come in and, oh, here's somebody named James. If you've come in and you have any questions or you want to share a memory of one of our socials past, Please uh, step right up, introduce yourselves, tell us where you're from and and, uh, what your question or memory is. Bye-bye, James, again. (laughs) (laughs) One thing I I wanted to mention is that it looks like we're going to have, we had a relatively small group in Denver two years ago, but it's looking like we're going to have a much larger group this year. So that leaves opportunity maybe for a couple events to be going on at, at one time. So if, if, you are hearing about an event that doesn't really interest you. Um, you know, it, chances are very good that maybe possibly at the same time, they'll be organized another event um, that, that mm-hmm. might kind of fit, fit your, your preferences better. And of course there's, there's always the opportunity to, um, if, if people want to kind of take off on their own. Um, yep. also. Yeah. There's so, a lot of, we do allow for a lot of downtime yeah. for, for people who want to do their own thing or want to, check out a particular place one thing that i've seen a lot in in our social networking events that um there's there's a room and i'm sorry i've always had issues you know english is not my my first language so i always had issues with this word there's always room for spontaneity <laughs> there we go right. spontaneity that good job All right <laughs> You know, we're looking at at a spa that's built out of a salt cave. We're looking at um, uh, some distilleries and, um, of course, some dispensers. For those of you that might be interested in something edible or something. um, (laughs) Yes. Um, So, you know, those are offshoots. I don't think, you know, we'll I don't think, you know, 25 of us are going to troop into a distillery at the same time. But I, I do know that, you know, getting that backhand, that, you know, tap room look at, at things is a lot of fun as well. 
Um, there, there's you know, and, also a burger bar right down the street. From oh my god! The hotel. Yes. I'm very yes. excited about. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, kind of us are excited about. That. Yes, yep. yes, yes. Not Absolutely. just burgers, but lobster yeah. rolls and a, a very nice ice cream, um, ice cream bar. Yep. So I, I, I see myself. Beers. I, yeah, I see myself being. Uh, being present there a few times. <laughs> now, that's uh, a couple of things that I wanted to mention about um, Denver. Uh, for those of you who have been, um, you will know that Denver is known for a lot of like just little hipster mom, you know, mom and pop owned uh, just, you know, sometimes maybe hole in the wall, but amazing service, very authentic. Um, they're very known. Denver is a city that is known for a lot of farm to table when it comes to food. Um, a lot of, you know, support to local stuff, local beers, local everything. Um, it is and the people, um, the people. The, that, that's where the I was people going. are just amazing. Yeah, that is, uh, that is something to point out. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting that, uh, uh, many of us who are guide dog users have experienced so many nastiness from Uber or Lyft drivers, um, just, you know, just on our own. I'm going to tell you, we at some point were more dogs than people <laughs> probably in a car, in a, in an Uber vehicle and no one had any, we never had a single denial. I hope I'm not jinxing anything. <laughs> um, at, at some point, we even had someone who, because we, we were always very mindful, of course, when we knew it was going to be, for example, Leah, Anthony, myself, with our three guide dogs, plus Mikey and maybe someone else in the vehicle. Obviously, we were not going to get a, a regular size. We usually get got the, the XL or whatever they call it. But one night I do remember, and I was actually on our way from the Buckhorn Exchange over to the burlesque. We could not get, apparently it was a busy night and we could not get <laughs> an XL. And all we got was a small vehicle. The gentleman honestly told us that he was allergic to dogs. So, uh, but even though telling us that he was allergic to dogs, he asked us if we could roll down the windows. He had no problem taking three dogs yeah. in his car. And we did. And, 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 and he never complained and it was so amazing. So, um, you know, it, 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 it's one of those things that definitely make the, 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 the visit so much better. Um, when I was talking about spontaneity, <laughs> I remember one day we also wanted, uh, to check out, I think it was one of our members, um, Lisa Cushman, who um, wanted to some very specific type of um, Asian food. I don't remember if it was Vietnamese. Burmese. So we found this place, Burmese. Burmese yeah, Burmese. Burmese. Yep. Okay, yep. yeah. So we found this place and we get dropped off and we could not find it. <laughs> we were like standing and the Uber driver was like, this is the address. So finally we discovered that we had to go in through a door and this place was like, I don't know, help me describe it, like a huge warehouse, which was like a refugee center. So basically it was like some sort of food truck or food court. Yeah, basically, they, mm -hmm. basically, I just got the rundown on it from Mikey yesterday. Uh, it, it's a big center, actually, where there's multiple rooms and uh, 
They have uh, English as second language classes for yeah. refugees. Uh, they they have a lot of different services, and mm-hmm. one of the things that they do is to offer um, food kiosks um, so that people can actually provide food for a price and all that money goes into all the various programs um, that the center offers. But, you know, it's a very large room, lots of different kiosks. And we were extremely, extremely lucky that a couple people came to us and and offered to, we were so pampered. Oh, we really were. They offered to explain all the different kinds of food that were available and, and help, um, you know, help, help procure the food for us. And, um, they you even know. took our cards or payment yep. uh, from the table, which is not, you know, because uh, this is a setting like, like a food court or a food right. truck place where you actually go buy your food and then find a table. No, we got our table, we got situated and then each one by one, they came to talk about their food. And this, these are refugees so these are people mm-hmm. who are actually making their own typical dishes from their uh countries and and they were all i mean we we everything sounded so amazing that we ended up ordering a little bit of from everywhere <laughs> we had so much food left over but it was so good so authentic yeah and they were they were just they were um went far ab- above and beyond to really help us feel comfortable there um, they were they were great, and that happened just sort of out of the blue. Lisa had that idea, yeah. and we went with it. That really that wasn't something that had been planned ahead of time. So you really have these kind of really fun spur of the moment events that just crop up. Yeah, I remember we went to um, an open bar, uh, you know, an outdoor bar with a fire pit, and at one point, I, you know, I got the message from my guy dog Bodie that you know. He needed to do a little something, something. And, um, you know, the one of the wait staff took me outside. And as I'm getting the bag out, you know, out of my pouch, he grabs the bag. I got this. Don't worry about it. You know, we have the employee restroom. I'll go wash my hands. And I'm like, no, no, it's OK. It's OK. You know, but he already <laughs> had the bag and brought me back to the table and brought me a shot. And I was like, wow, we got to come here again without a doubt. <laughs> The people in Denver are just awesome. Gabriel, you, amongst the three of us, have been to the most uh, uh, fall socials. So can you tell us one or two memories that really stick out for you from socials past? Well, um, our, our first social was actually in Vegas in 2012. Um, and and just, you know, full transparency, I am not a fan of uh vegas as 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 the vacation destination um if i if i'm not going for something specific i just find it for me as a blind person i find it too complicated too cumbersome so uh i mean i i can share a funny anecdote from vegas um it was december so it was cold and um mikey had told us that uh you know we were gonna go to uh you know a bar uh uh, the lounge or the bar at, I think it was the Bellagio. So I said, Oh my God, I've, you know, all my life I've been hearing about the Bellagio. So I guess this is an iconic place. So um, at that time in 2012, there was no Uber, Lyft, you know, cabs in Vegas on a Saturday evening are practically impossible to catch. So 
everyone said, no, we're walking. It's, it's just uh, two hotels down the street. Oh, and yeah. we start walking and walking and walking and walking. <laughs> and 25 minutes later, we're still walking. <laughs> and I'm like, didn't you said it was just one hotel in between ours and the Bellagio? And they were like, yeah, we're still walking. <laughs> Uh, so, um, you know, fun things that happen. Um, that was like the pilot program of all of this. Um, unfortunately, I have not been to any of the cruises um, because I've had conflicting uh, work uh, or job search situations. Uh, but I've heard only amazing things about the cruises. People have had a blast and people have just... Uh, had so much fun same deal you know in the boat everyone does their own thing then they get together um i know in the our first cruise um there were you know the the you know jason um you know they got a room and jason uh, delighted everyone with his musical expertise and uh um on the second cruise uh a lot of people came from all over the country um and and I've I've heard nothing but great things about our cruises. Um, we also did New York. Um, that was a smaller gathering, I guess, because uh, many people sometimes are intimidated <laughs> with New York City um, if they've never been. But that was a great, a great, um, um, an amazing uh, networking event as well. Um, we we did a little bit of everything we did you know obviously italian restaurants um we had uh, a show planned but at the end of the day just a few of us went to broadway uh we uh, visited an lgbt bar um and 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 it, there's always so much fun but i i think still my favorite continues to be 2019 denver it was just um uh, so many memories and so many good times and good, good, um, just we had a good mix good, of people too. Yeah, an amazing mix of people. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was a wonderful group. Uh, but just so many little moments um, that that made that trip very, very special. It was, it was great. Hence, um, I think I'm not alone in my sentiment uh, of Denver because. Actually, we had proposed three cities during uh, BPI's business meeting uh, this past July. Um, Denver, Vegas, and I believe New Orleans was the other one. Correct no, the I'm third wrong. ended up being Chicago. Um, Chicago, that's right. That's, New, yeah. Orleans is, New Orleans is in the works, but it's yeah, right. That's right. It was, it was Chicago, Chicago. Chicago, yeah, because we were thinking something uh, since we didn't get to go to Schaumburg and also since it's very central to everyone um and uh you know denver got voted i think i think we we got a tie between chicago and denver and then and then we, we had to do a tiebreaker a tiebreaker <laughs> yep. and then yep. denver came out uh so that speaks you know it speaks volumes of of the type of of city um the hotel um it, it's i'm 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 still amazed uh the other day, I had a meeting with the sales manager. He was telling me that we're still, uh, you know, we're 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 getting booked, but um, they're um, flexible in terms of opening more rooms. Shall we need them? Um, 
he was telling me that you know we uh, just another piece of housekeeping for those of you who who don't know uh we have a group rate of 139 dollars per night uh except for sunday evening although leah told me that i i he, he's gonna get back to me on that one leah because they may have given us that same rate of 139 for sunday apparently um because right. that's, uh, that, that's how that it came be, through when I made made yeah. the online reservation. So if yep. it was a mistake, we we need to know now. <laughs> yes, no, so. I know. Well, they I need know. to honor it at least for you since they did it yeah, for you. Absolutely, the, no. The genesis the, of there's going to be um, two different conventions the following week in Denver, mm -hmm. and there's a, a um, agreement amongst all the hotels to charge a certain amount for for the nights of those conventions which obviously start on that sunday night um so we were told that up front and and we passed it along yeah. to our members um and um but, and this rate of 139 is for a uh, room with two double beds two queen beds and it includes um you know complimentary hot breakfast and uh wi-fi the hotel has you know all the amenities uh indoor pool fitness center business center complimentary wi-fi um they used to be uh you know just like the hampton the homewood all these uh chains they usually have an afternoon kind of like local beer and wine with hors d'oeuvres but due to covid they they they're not offering that service you know the hot breakfast is still being offered um but not buffet style it's you know just you know the the staff will get us anything we need um but um but yeah in general they're very accommodating and uh, uh an amazing rate i know that their normal rate is around $300 i checked just just to make an experiment and um out of our group outside the group rate right now a night at that hotel for around those dates is going for about $379 and this is a Hampton Hotel, is that right? Yes, Hampton Inn and Suite. Yeah, it's a Hilton. It's it's a it's a Hilton Hotel. Just in case anyone has yeah. Hilton points or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And they do honor them. <laughs> that was one of the things yep. that Gabriel yep. asked him right up front. <laughs> yep. So let's take a moment and see. Um, we'll take a a question or a memory. If anybody out there is waiting to talk, just introduce yourself. All right. Well, we will uh, we will take another moment a little bit later on in the show. Leah, besides, we we all know the Buckhorn Exchange is is, is your um, go to for this trip. What else are you looking forward to? Uh, the uh, the definitely the Buckhorn Exchange, not not only the uh, rattlesnake queso, but the the bison prime rib um, was phenomenal. And we had to leave kind of quickly. Uh, to get to the burlesque show. So this time I'm looking forward to uh, the dessert menu. And I didn't get to <laughs> sample that last time. Um, and, and absolutely the burger bar. I, I am, I am really excited about that because they have lobster rolls. So I want to see, I want to see how those lobster rolls stand up to uh, the, the actual New England, New England, New England. Ah, New England. I'm sorry, yeah. California, because I live in California and have for almost 20 years. I'm sorry, California, but your lobster rolls do not compare to New England. I'm, you know, I'm sorry. It's it's very different. Um, I had a lobster roll the other week when I was near 
uh, Mirwoods Beach, and it was good. I mean, it was nice, but uh, I'm from New Hampshire originally, and I still believe that New England seafood is the best. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see how Denver stands up. Um, I'm mm-hmm. also looking. There'll be a lot of people there this time, uh, and um, probably a good number of people that were not with BPI or affiliated at at the last time. So I'm looking forward to connecting with some new people um, I haven't met. Um, mm-hmm. Some some good friends that live far away that I don't get to see very often. Also, um, so I, I I'm absolutely looking forward to the. Um, socialization piece because i i know we've many of us have just really been so just starved for for just getting together with people over the past year and a half because of covid yeah that i think for me that's that's absolutely the thing i'm looking forward to the most and and the fact that you know yes new bpi members and bpi allies but the fact that so you know quite a few of the, the people coming you know, aren't traditional BPI members, they're allies, they're, mm-hmm. they're more active in ACB, yep. um, you know, and support BPI and all we do, but, you know, and the, just that, that piece of it, you know, and it's going to be another, so July is the seventh month, eighth, nine, it's going to be another nine months before, you know, before we all can gather in Omaha, which, you know, I think we all agree that Omaha <laughs> is probably going to be the biggest, you know, uh, attended convention in at least the last 10 years, just for the fact that <laughs> yep. two years in a row, Omaha's you know, we have to sit out. in front of our computers. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the socialization and to, to finally, you know, there are a few people that are coming that I've actually not met in person ever, you know, and, and to be able yeah. to fist bump or, you know, to do a very safe hug, um, you know, it's, it's really what I'm looking forward to. What about you, Gabe? Same here. I I'm so looking forward. I'm so ready to seeing so many loved ones and being in the same room um, and uh, just just sharing that that same space is is to me is priceless. Um, and uh, we we will like I said have that meeting space at the hotel so that way we can uh, we can make use of it for for our little gatherings or just, you know, just hanging out or doing whatever we, whatever, whatever comes to mind. Uh, um, I know that um, Anthony has, has been in conversations also with uh, Chris Snyder and Byron Lee, who, um, who are going to be there to figure out a way in which we can um, not oh. all the time, but at least a couple of nights or a couple mm-hmm. of times open a clubhouse room for people to join us and feel like, you know, feel the, the, the vibe over from Denver. Yeah. We're going to do that um, for the variety slash open mic night. That's a definite. Um, but if, you know, if we so choose to take another night to kind of sit around and, and you make you make utilize the space that, that the hotel is, is providing for us, then we'll open up another clubhouse room, but even more exciting than that, Gabriel, I don't know if you remember, um, the conversation we had recently with Chris and Byron, but one of the most attended yep. programs for this year's virtual convention in July was a BPI program. And it was a 3D audio excursion that Chris and Byron took from Minneapolis to Phoenix um, through a self-driving car out into the universe and under 
swimming with whales, um, all this done with 3D audio recording. And so Byron and Chris have generously offered to bring all of their equipment and whatever excursions we go on, take little snippets that we will then present a little bit later on as a pride connection um, in 3D audio. So get your get your stereo headphones queued up in the month of November because you'll be able to hear some awesome stuff. Um, and and Byron and Chris, man, I just thank you, thank you, thank you for all the enthusiasm and and uh, you know and the work that you put in to make to make these programs great. Now, one thing that I wanted to also mention, um, people who know me know that I'm a foodie. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, a little bit more uh, for any, I mean, I feel that Denver is a place where, where you will find everything and anything because they are so, I mean, you'll find a vegan restaurant. I mean, I think it's the only city where I've seen like a, like a, like a big, profitable say for example no offense uh i honor definitely my respects to people who are for example raw vegan um you know there's there's even restaurants for raw vegan people there's restaurants i mean there's there's restaurants for uh there's there's this new wave you know it's not vegetarianism i totally forgot the name i think it's called no i'm, I'm gonna make it up if i say it but it sounds like or 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 regenerism, something like that. I'm sorry. I'll I'll Google it and I'll I promise I'll clarify. You better but come back next week. I know, right? <laughs> With the right yeah. term for a clarification. <laughs> I, don't I don't know what what the name is, but basically, there are restaurants that cater for people who do not eat anything that they do not know the source. So, mm. um, they say this salad was made with you know, greens from such and such farm, tomatoes from this and this farm, uh, etc. So, I mean, the, the, the culinary setting in Denver is very unique and it's so eclectic that it has a little bit of everything. And I don't know, uh, Leah, Anthony, and anyone else who's on the call who has been to Denver, I find that Denver is not an expensive place. I find no. that you can have a very good meal uh, on a very low budget. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I mean, because living in the Bay Area where everything is pricey, um, it was a nice, <laughs> it was a nice little, uh, little deviation and change from that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, between New York uh, and, Miami, here right? and Miami. Yeah. And yeah. I was living here in Miami and Anthony and I being, you know, yeah, have been going to New York and Anthony living in New York almost all his life. Uh, it's, it's also quite a change when you have, uh, you know, when, when, when you don't feel like the wait stuff is like, come on, come on, come on, come on, make up your mind. <laughs> you know, we had, uh, Leah, you had left already, uh, but a group of us, uh, went, uh, to brunch, um, on, on Sunday, it, again, oh a very, a very unique place. The drinks were amazing. I had a bloody, Mar I had the best bloody Mary I've ever had. Well, except on a plane. I love bloody Marys on the plane. But anyway, um, I had a Bloody Mary that had uh, a skewer with pork belly. <laughs> it was phenomenal. Oh, and my God, it was so good. It was decadent pork belly. It was not just whatever pork belly. It was amazing. Uh, 
pork belly in the Bloody Mary. It was just <laughs> phenomenal. And and the, the the girl who was our wait uh, our wait staff took you know I was so undecisive because I wanted a couple of items and I didn't know and I wanted this and I wanted that. She took all the 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 place was just bursting packed yeah. with people and it was like she was chilling it, it was almost like i i think at some point she said let me grab a chair yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we had a round table and she sat with us and she was like just explaining the menu item by item and almost describing they make this and obviously she didn't help me with my undecisiveness because she was making everything sound so decadent <laughs> And, you know, just to to make folks out there laugh the way we did, I think her exact wording was, I'd ask for a lap, but I don't think any of you boys want me on your lap. So let me grab a chair. <laughs> oh, yeah. She said that. She said Anyhow. that. Exactly. She oh, that's that. good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Chris, people are like that. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say, you know, that's, you know, I'm, I'm not anyone who likes stereotypes or generalizations, but. For the most part, that's the vibe around the entire city. You know, it's it's like you're coming to a friend's house. It's like so cool and they're like so casual and so friendly and so approachable and, and they're chatting with you and everything's like, you know, uh, so they're so knowledgeable and everything feels so authentic. That's that that's I, I cannot find a better word to describe the ambiance around around every place that we went. Um I know that um, I I was um, uh, there. There was a suggestion uh, for me to um, kind of do some sort of wine event. Um, that's still in the works. I haven't been able to firm that up with the hotel because even though they do have meeting space, I think they're uh, they have an issue with the, uh, with their liquor license mm. in terms of not allowing liquor from outside the hotel so if they do provide reasonable pricing for wine um i will definitely put something together in terms of of a wine wine and cheese or wine tasting and um obviously that'll be great you know, to with, go over clubhouse with, too yeah oh yeah, yeah absolutely we would do that mm -hmm. on clubhouse and obviously with all the precautions um you know for those of you who have attended um Our our uh, wine events, Chris. I know you and Marvelena. Uh, Marvelena actually goes to a couple of our wine tastings when we have our in-person conventions, and I know you have joined our virtual. She one. certainly does. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have so much fun. Absolutely. So uh, you, you, for those of you who are familiar with our wine events, you know that we usually have pairings. Um, as much as possible, we're going to try. For example, I'm in love with something for my wine tastings that Anthony discovered for me which are these just like they're not string cheese they're you know they're not for kids <laughs> they're actually aged cheddar um is it cracker barrel it's from cracker barrel right yeah and, and they're like a little about premium yeah and they're like individually wrapped so they're like sealed you know it's, it's so so if we find something like that that's what we would be doing um same thing with the chocolate if we, you know definitely i think it's easier with the chocolate where we can find dark chocolate that's individually wrapped um like i said you know all the precautions and 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 if the price is 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 reasonable definitely we're gonna go ahead 
If not, I do know a couple of local wineries um, that all also offer um, like some sort of sampling menus or tasting menus. Um, so it's it's not only beer in Denver. There's also some wine, and 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 they try to keep it as local as possible. So so that's something that's on the works. And uh, I, I'm sure people, I'm sure everyone is wondering uh, how are we going to fit all of this in three or four days. Well, just for everyone's peace of mind, um, like I said earlier, we plan events to give people options. Nothing is mandatory. You can go to as little or as much as you want. Obviously, we would love to, you know, mingle with with all our friends from all over the country as much as possible. But again, no one is required to attend any of the events uh, or, you know, or, you know, you're not. Uh, nothing precludes you from actually doing your own thing. But again, you know, I think we're going to plan stuff that's going to be fun. And like Leah said, probably with the amount of people that we have and all the different tastes and different kinds of interests, I'm sure that probably we're going to have one or two events happening, say, in the same afternoon. So so you will have options. You know, I think this might be a good time. The three of us have done a fair amount of traveling in the last few months. And I'm sure some of the listeners out there haven't had the opportunity to, you know, to hit an airplane. Um, So maybe um, starting with Leah, you could speak a little bit about your experiences getting on a plane and getting through the airport in the last couple of months. Um, You know, I've flown a number of times um, throughout the pandemic. I had heard relatively early on um, that air travel was actually relatively safe with the um, mm-hmm. standards that, that uh, the um, transportation industry was a setting. Um, and I have to say that um, in my experience has been that a very positive, um, definitely the airports in my more recent travels uh, have been the airports have been busier. Definitely this summer they were closer to to pre-pandemic crowds. I think that was the one thing that kind of did make me somewhat nervous um, is just the the uh, the the sort of like real um, amount of of people, particularly in San Francisco, um, in Chicago when I was there. So that um, has. That might concern folks, but I would say that all the airports have, that I have been through have been very, um, they've really pushed with announcement after announcement for people to wear masks. And I've actually heard people being pulled aside yep. uh, for, for refusing to wear a mask. Um, I had a flight attendant on a plane, um, basically tell somebody if they didn't wear their mask, they were you know, they were going to have to, this was before we took off, obviously, no one was going to get pushed <laughs> pushed out of the plane <laughs> after takeoff. But, but if they, you know, if they refused to wear their masks, they would, they would have to leave the plane. Um, so they, they do seem uh, very, um, very adamant about the yeah. necessity for um, this kind of, um, this kind of protection. Um I, you know, with social distancing on planes, depending which airline you take, you know, it's more difficult with the smaller budget airlines, I, I think like Spirit or, or Frontier. Um, in my experience with 
United and um, uh, and Delta, they've been quite good at trying to find um, a good amount of space uh, for for people to try not to to pack them in too tightly together. So, all in all, my my sort of flying experience has been quite quite positive. Um. Some folks know that I've been back and forth to New York um, a couple of times in the last two months. Uh, I have to echo the same thing. Um, you know, given uh, handy wipes or alcohol mm-hmm. wipes, you know, in a package. Um, and I actually needed escorting through TSA and all of that. Um, and the, the, uh, the special assistants came with those, with those wipes as well. Uh, and that really, that really kind of made me feel confident um the plane the plane coming back to miami from new york was a full flight it was packed Mm -hmm. um but they they made the announcements a few times um you know and especially during service you know when they were giving food and drink um to please and they um they turned up the the air um the air that was come that comes out of the vents um you know and they asked everybody that were you know that were partaking in in eating it to to open those valves um and have them going as well when when you didn't have a mask on so that also kind of and you could smell you could smell the cleaning fluid uh you know uh, our us folks usually get pre-boarded on um early and, and the the first thing that i thought when you know as when i walked into the plane was all right they did a good job on this plane <laughs> yeah <laughs> you smell it yeah. yeah well we yep. I, I, i'm a American Airlines, <laughs> loyal, and now by extension, Anthony, I've recruited him. <laughs> so we, we, I mean, I, I have no complaints, even pre-pandemic. I know a lot of people have a lot of complaints against airlines. Um, I, I feel, uh, you know, that, that they are, um, and, and to echo what Leah had said earlier, uh, planes are actually uh, a, safe, a safe environment because um, most airlines, um, if not all of them, I think, I know American has, and they have installed these, um, like Anthony was saying, the, the, the air system has, uh, they're releasing uh, some sort of uh, disinfecting uh, agents through the air. Uh, and the air, uh, actually, by, by nature of the plane, you know, planes are always, the air is being recycled constantly. Um, because it's pressurized and then, right. um, absolutely the, um, the masks, they're being very, very, very adamant. They're not taking, they're not cutting any slack with people. I've, I've also heard the flight attendants do the, the walk through the aisles up and down, yeah. up and down. And I've heard them say, please, sir, please, ma'am. And your mask needs, needs to be covering your mouth and nose. Uh, please, your mask, and 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 they make the announcements over and over and over. And uh, cleaning products offered at the at the door of the plane uh, and bags. You know, all the flight attendants wearing gloves and masks. That's that's a must. Um, obviously, if if you are a couple like Anthony and I am, <laughs> are like Anthony and I are, probably you even get as lucky as we have. Um, because, um, when, uh, we request a bulkhead seating because of our dogs, uh, we like, I know not everyone, not every guide dog user likes bulkhead, but I do. And Anthony agrees. Uh, we both like, 
So what ends up happening is that they usually gi give us the entire row, like you know the three seats. They don't. They move. They usually move the other person, the third person that would be our, our travel companion, to a different uh, seat. And uh, well, they we're you know we're as much as I hate to say this, we are at the two minute mark. So Gabriel, why don't are, you oh tell the God. folks how they can get in contact with you, the name of the hotel, and um, anything okay. else you think they need to know for Denver. Yes, so uh, my email address is president at blindlgbtpride.org. Again, that's president at blindlgbtpride.org. Please email me. Uh, the hotel is the Hampton Inn and Suites in downtown Denver Convention Center. Um, if you call the General Hilton Reservation Center and uh, reference the group code LGB, so that's L as in Lima, G as in Gary, B as in Bravo, um, and you should get that discount, that uh, special group rate. And if you have any trouble or any issues, please contact me and I will definitely make sure you get your reservation. Wow. So this feels like the beginning days of Pride Connection. I'm so glad we all got together tonight. If you have any questions about Denver, please feel free to hit that president email up or you'll hear our general membership email on our outro. I want to say a special thanks to Jason Castingway, who stepped in at the last minute to be our engineer extraordinaire behind the scenes. He is always, always supporting BPI. Jason, you're amazing. Um, and thank you so much. And we will be back next week with Randy Reed and a conversation about living um, as an asexual person. You've been listening to Pride Connection, sponsored by Blind Pride International, a special interest affiliate of the American Council of the Blind. Please check us out at blindlgbtpride.org. Mm -hmm.